0: father's day everyone welcome to the smartest guy in the room one thing matt and i've learned being sons fathers friends other we are not the smartest guys in the room but you know what we go out we meet these people and we try to learn together (laughs) that's our message for this father's day matt what's going on Uh, it's getting harder and harder
1: to learn uh in this country but that's another story we're dumber
0: Sometimes I'm gonna use some uh, cr- what are they cliches? Sometimes you gotta zoom out, and then sometimes you gotta zoom in. It's like my new favorite thing to say now.
1: Zoom out and zoom in. I think. Uh, I think you have to tune out.
0: Drop out. What was that one? Remember that the old days.
1: It was. Turn on. Turn. Turn it was turn, tune in, turn on, drop out or something like that.
0: I'm going to guess that was like a Timothy Leary. Yeah, that was it was about LSD.
1: So maybe I need LSD.
0: There's a song. Help me ignore the stupidity out there. I mean, I've I've watched a lot of TV shows about that MK Ultra. And I always find it fascinating. <laughs> What's MK Ultra? Ah, uh, it was the government's uh, program around LSD, trying to create the. Um... But also, say that again. People. You cut but out. They realized that they could. So MK Ultra was run by the CIA, and they would dose people with LSD and then try to brainwash them or rewire their brains one was so they could create a Manchurian candidate like the movie and all that yeah and then two was just to um extract information from spies without like all the other torturing type things we had to do but the one part i found was really interesting was they had like a room with hookers And the hookers would bring back these unsuspecting Johns and then give them, like, a drink that was (laughs) laced with LSD. And they had cameras and, like, you know, the one-way glass with the scientists behind (laughs) the glass. (laughs) I'm like, fuck, man, that is awesome that they could do that to people and get away with it. Yeah. They would never do that today, thank God. (laughs) Well, no, now just
1: the political parties brainwash people. Yeah. Minus the hookers. At least give us the hookers.
0: I also read today that, like, um, let's say I was out and I met a hooker who was really good looking and I brought her back to my place. <laughs> I'm going to assume I was single because married guys don't do this stuff. Um, brought her back to my place. You know, we get we start getting intimate and she has a penis. It is not gay if I follow through and just do things with her. I'm not going to go any more descriptive than that. <laughs> no, it's business. But I'm not gay if I fool around with this person. I found that out today, and it was a relief. <laughs> it was a relief. Okay. Well, that's good. I don't know. You know. Well, I'm just, <laughs> you know, it's a sign of the times. We're There's either nothing wrong with it either way, Jerry. I kind of don't care what people do as long as they know what they're doing and they choose to do it. I suppose. That's a nice way care to say it. What people are doing to me. To you, yeah. Well, I don't care what people do, but it's I mean, me. All right, let me ask you a question. Have you ever? And you don't have to. You could totally lie to me, and I would hope that you do. Um, but like, um, the other day I was driving. By the way, our theme is driving today, folks. We're gonna talk about driving for some reason because I love to drive, but I also hate it. So it's one of those yin and yang type type of things. But, like, uh, I'll be driving along, and then I'll notice someone tailgating me. Now, I don't brake check them because I don't like that. I think that's uh, aggressive. And I know that you don't like passive aggressive, but sometimes it's a useful tool. I don't like passive aggressive either, just to be clear. But uh, I'll take my foot off the gas, and I'll slow down to about five miles below the speed limit. So if it's 45, you know, I'm going to go 40. I'll tell you what, man. People get fucking pissed off. So I actually don't even do that too much anymore. I just try to keep, you know, I try to, like, not do anything that's fucking with people. But back, at, there was a time when I enjoyed doing that to people. It's like a little game of cat and mouse. What say you do that? Have you ever participated in something well, are, like that? Are
1: well, are we in, so are, are we in our subject now?
0: Well, we can go in and out, but We're sure. done
1: with the small talk. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, talk. you know.
1: I guess we're talking about driving today because America is a car nation. We're, you know, unlike a lot of nations, we are a driving culture, right? You know, we Americans love their cars, you know, no, people don't want to live in the cities. Everyone lives out in the suburbs. We drive our cars. We don't want to give them up. We love our independence. Uh, I personally wish we, as a nation, was were more reliant on mass transit such as rail. I do love to drive, um, but yeah, that's that tactic that you're describing mm-hmm. is probably something I do often nowadays. And you know, when I first started driving, uh as a young man, I'm sure you were the same way. I was an aggressive, irresponsible driver. I was one of those idiots on the road that, you know, that we both have a problem with today. Now I drive like an old man and Mm -hmm. I get, I get livid when people are tailgating me and I don't do it as often as I used to. Um, but I still do it. I I'll slam the brakes on just to se- I do that to send a message. And usually when I do that, I, I don't do it when they're that close to me. I, I'll, you know, I'll do it when they've been on my butt for too long. And then when I think that there's enough distance, I'll do it just so I don't risk an accident and yet still send a message.
0: Well, you can tap the brakes so the light comes on, but you don't actually slow down either. So
1: no, I mean, I don't I don't slam slam the brakes so that I come to a full stop, but I, I do it, and I don't do it as much as I used to, because I more frequently employ the tactic you described by slowing down, you know, five or ten miles under the speed limit. But uh, I do find that hitting the brakes in some type of sudden dramatic fashion sends a a message that's heard more loudly and more clearly. And when I do that, I want them to either back off or change lanes. And that's usually what they do. Uh, But, you know, I drive like an old man now. And I'm embarrassed and ashamed of myself because I recognize that back in the day, I was one of those aggressive jerk offs.
0: I used to love driving fast and, um, you know, I don't remember the first time you got a ticket, but I do the first time I got a speeding ticket. I remember. And the guy was like, you like driving fast? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he looked at me, he's like, what are you wise ass? And I'm like, no, I mean, I'm answering your question. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. And I looked at him like, you know, like I I was scared, but at the same time, you know, I was like a man about it i'm like yeah i was fucking speeding and you caught me write the ticket and uh, i guess i'll deal with the fallout you know but i lo- i'm like dude yeah i like to drive fast i don't know what the, i don't know what you to tell you
1: i was going to a semi-formal dance in high school and i had my date in the car and i was sp- speeding i was going 45 and a 30 and i was in hamburg where i live now actually and uh i got a ticket and then my date started yelling at me that was my
0: first ticket that was my first uh speeding ticket that's awesome i got a ticket one time i was speeding and i was coming to a toll booth which i had no money for but it fortunately was one of the ones was just the basket and no like drop down you know arm (laughs) long whatever you call those things right (laughs) So I just slowed down to about 50 and I just blew right through it. And sadly enough, there was a state trooper just sitting there on the other side of the toll booth. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't know if I should give you a ticket for speeding or just flying through that damn toll booth, kid. <laughs> he goes, Did you even throw any money at it? And I'm like, No. <laughs> here's what I don't like
1: her. Here's what I've noticed increasingly about drivers um, there's something about when Americans get behind the wheel their sense of entitlement increases and you know here here's an example i my driveway backs up onto a uh, very heavily it's a, it's it's a, it's not a it's a it's a residential road but it's a very heavily traveled residential road and the reason why is because the road goes along a high school there's a high school across the street from my house Mm -hmm. So when I pull out of my driveway, I'm pulling out of my driveway, especially in the morning on a pretty heavily traveled street. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this week, this past week was exam week at the high school. And it was the street was just a mess at 715 in the morning. And I'm trying to back out and I'm going about half a mile an hour waiting for all these cars coming both ways to and from the school. Cause you know, during exam week you have to drop your kids off because the district suspends bus uh, transportation and I'm trying to back out of my own driveway and I finally do it. And all these people, all these people driving their cars going both ways, they're shaking their head at me and they're beeping and I'm like, well, I'm dry- I'm pulling out of my driveway yeah. like I was inconveniencing them according right. to the way they thought, not the other way around. And, you know, I chose to live here. I put up with it, well, but they're shaking their heads at me like I'm holding them up. And I'm like, all I'm trying to do is get out of my driveway and start my day. But they, they yep. something happens to people once they get behind the wheel of their automobiles in this country and they're always in the right and they're entitled, and it's, I don't know, it's just just a crazy, crazy thing that I'm more and more aware of these days.
0: I'll just tell you, my first encounter with that, and I'm going to blame the Catholic Church because they're easy target, but I remember as a kid going to Queen of Heaven for Mass on a Sunday with my dad, and everyone sits in church singing the hymns, nodding along, shaking hands, eating that wafer and you know, whatever. Then the minute church lets out, man, it's like everyone's <laughs> elbowing each other to get in their yep. fucking cars and go get donuts or wherever the yep. hell they're gonna go. Yeah. Maybe yep. they're gonna go to the Bills game afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> the very
1: first stop we made after church was Eileen's bakery to get a good cheese and cherry Danish and you know, yeah. we'd leave church, and the minute we got into the car, my father would be dropping, like, you know, you goddamn idiot, because
0: someone like cut him off. And I'm just like, oh, well, yeah. so, much, so much for church. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we didn't have kid seats back then. So we'd all be rolling around in the back seat. You know, there's like eight of us that were all probably should have been sitting in car seats. And then we're all like punching and kicking each other because, you know, I drew a line on the seat that I didn't want my brother to cross. But when my dad cuts the wheel and floors it, we're all flying into each other like so many pinballs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> or like know, the but,
0: balls at the bingo game. <laughs> by the way, that, uh, that, that
1: contradiction you bring up about going to church and you know everyone wishing each other peace and kumbaya and getting in the car a minute later and turning into an aggressive jerk and swearing. My father when I played high school football, that was the one thing that always amused him because, you know, we went to a Catholic high school. So before this, before kickoff, the coach would bring everybody in and we'd all gather in a circle and we'd all like say the Hail Mary. And (laughs) then the minute then, and then it would be fouled, you know, and then we'd, 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 we'd break and then we'd start screaming, no, kick their fucking ass. Oh Yeah. (laughs) And my father would just sit in
0: the stands and laugh, you know, and, and well, yeah, <laughs> just, just to dovetail onto that. That's one of my favorite things in the world is when, um, some sports guy, I don't care if it's a football player, baseball is like after they, cause you know, Jesus is a big sports freak, right? Um, you know, when they thank Jesus for scoring a touchdown, I fucking love that. And I will always love that to the day I fucking die. <laughs> Especially like when they have like the little move, like a peace out sign, like, yo, Jesus, thank yeah. you for letting me catch that damned t- ball or <laughs> knock it out of the fucking park. Cause you know, God's probably got money riding on that game. <laughs> well, you know,
1: they always thank Jesus for the victory, which means that Jesus hates the other team, apparently. So,
0: well, that's true too. Cause they're so, sinners. <laughs> going
1: back to driving, here's the move I really hate. And again, it's kind of speaks to the entitlement of people behind the wheel. I hate when you're going down a road, you're traveling down a road and you don't have anyone behind you for a mile, two miles, whatever. Oh yeah. And there's someone waiting to pull out from a side street or an intersection and they can see that no one is behind you yet. They feel compelled to pull out 50 feet in front of you.
0: That makes me insane. I'm going to tell you one. That's usually a grandma or grandpa, but I what, almost nah. think they know it. No, wait, I'm I'm not giving up. I'm with you. I'm not against you on this. Cause this happens to me all the fucking time, but it's like the first time I I see their car. Like if they just went the minute I made eye contact with them, it probably would be that big of a deal, but it's like, they wait an extra five seconds till I'm almost up there. Then they pull out in front of me and then they don't even floor it. They just go like 30 miles an hour and like, We have a lot of roads around here that are 45, 50 miles an hour, and they do it on those roads. Yeah. And you almost want to just smash into them. So anyway, I'm with you.
1: Yeah. Another reason I bring up entitlement when it comes to driving. uh, Oh, yeah. Because, again, America is, you know, such a a nation where, like, the car is such an integral part of our lives, and, you know, we will not give it up. Uh, If you notice during this gas, this gas I'll say crisis It's not, you know, everyone wants to point the finger at Biden or we point the finger at who's ever in office at the time of rising gas prices. But like no one really ever cuts back on, on driving. You know, I I've heard people saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to take that vacation this year, but there's, they still do. And I, I haven't noticed any, uh decline in the in in traffic on the roads and gas is what five dollars now i i've not seen any any decline in the amount of traffic
0: yeah i feel like like most of the the people you know we don't i do go ahead go ahead ahead. i do empathize with i would say a lot of people um who they're not driving for leisure they're driving because they got to get to fucking work and that's gotta be a, a pretty good percentage. So I do, but like for me, there's days, you know, I don't work in the morning. I don't have to back out of my driveway at 7:15 and try to run people over, but like, I'll just go out on the road and get in people's way cause I don't have a job. And I find, <laughs> I find that to be a lot of fun. No, I feel, I do feel bad that we have to pay extra for gas and I don't blame the administration. Um, but you know, it's like they say, cliche: success has many fathers, and failure is an orphan. And when you're the fucking dude in charge, you're gonna get the blame, whether it's your fault or not. But uh, right. But I, I mean, get your point.
1: Yeah, but if you go back, I mean, a, lo- a lot of other countries aren't like that. If you want to go take this back decades, you know, again, we always wanted our way. You know, so we started living in places 20, 25 minutes, 35 minutes away from, from cities because, you know, we wanted to live in the suburbs and, Mm -hmm. and then every, every time there's some like mass transit proposal, it usually goes down and it goes down for a variety of special interest reasons. And, uh, you know, I, I've seen statewide mass transit proposals when I covered the legislature and they would just get. You know, the auto industry would do a lot to defeat these proposals. We just want it. You know, we want everything our way. Yes. And, you know, and we're the same way and we're the same way when we're behind the wheel. You know, we don't want to be held up. We don't want to be we don't want to be stuck behind someone who's I. There's a lot of times I'm going 10 miles over the speed limit. And I I still have people
0: riding right up on you. Yeah, I get that. Well, you know what I saw yesterday, which was pretty cool. And by cool, I mean awful. Uh, we had some bad weather and a couple of, you know, electrical outages and whatnot. So there was a pretty busy intersection that the there was no light. The lights were just out. And people were just flying through the intersection. You know, like those figure eight racetracks that they had back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, You didn't know if you were going to smash into the other guy. Like, yeah. I... I, I I came up and I was in a lane where everyone was stopping and taking turns being pretty respectful. And a fucking dude came flying through on a motorcycle. on like one of those ninja type. And he just like laced it. He, he was fine, but he like sped up whipped around somebody. And I was like, you know, he's the first person that's going to get fucking killed. He knows that. Right. But then stop him. And then everyone's beeping their horn. And then, it, it's almost like a hive of bees. One person does something aggressive, and then everyone starts acting nutty. And yeah. sudden, I you was know, in—I have a pretty big pickup truck, so I'm kind of like, "Eh, I'll be safe." But I still took the time to wait and waved other people ahead of me. And that's an, another annoying thing. I waved one guy ahead of me, and then the guy behind him just went. And I was like, "Not you, you fucker!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: then I was yeah. mad. <laughs> I've I've seen more and
1: more uh, motorcyclists. cutting in between cars you know there'll be two lanes and and only two lanes going one way and i've i've
0: seen an increase
1: in frequency motorcyclists driving in between the cars
0: yeah and i've done that on the highway when i lived in california i would not recommend it um once you motorcycle yeah um like, uh, it was really crowded well, on, so I had a motorcycle back then, and I didn't do it too often. When you're sitting on the highway and bumper to bumper, you can, you start weaving through people. Right. And, uh, I, I don't know. You just gotta be careful because the people, the cars don't see you. And sometimes they don't give a fuck either. You yeah. know what I mean? You know what? I've, there's a new thing. I don't know how new it is, but I've, I've. You know how you talk about watching your reels on Instagram or whatever? I somehow got on one where it had all these like kids on dirt bikes and four-wheelers driving around cities and just yeah. having a good old time <laughs> and like doing wheelies and all kinds of shit. Is that a new phenomenon? i I really so, don't know.
1: Actually, this is funny. So I lived in a I raised my kids in this one neighborhood and it was off mm. a central one of the main thoroughfares uh, when I lived in Albany and every Friday and Saturday night it would be filled with, I, I could only describe them as gangs, roving gangs of, of dirt bike riders and you know, the cr- uh, crotch rocket riders Uh huh, and they'd just be doing, wheelies and you know all sorts of tricks for hours on end up and down this main thoroughfare and like i could hear it from my house because their bikes were really loud yep and i started but then i started seeing that on regular weekdays and it's i don't remember seeing this kind of behavior when i was growing up or even like a decade or two ago um but it's 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 very, it's at least when I lived in Albany, I haven't really seen it in Buffalo, but it's, it's become commonplace. And, uh, you know, the one thing whenever there's motorcycle accidents, I keep, I always read how, how motorcyclists blame people who drive cars because they're not looking for motorcyclists, but I got to tell you the, the, the behavior that I see on the part of not, not you can always tell an experienced motorcyclist who takes the responsibility seriously compared to someone who's just reckless. I'm seeing more and more recklessness on on the (laughs) roads of motorcycle drivers. And they're usually younger guys, but I'm surprised I have not personally witnessed some motorcyclists causing an accident or killing themselves because i see that behavior you were talking about with increasing regularity now
0: well there just seems to be a lot of videos on like whatever i was watching i think on instagram but i mean on top of that i'm going to switch just a little bit you can go back to it if you want cuz here's what i really hate is the lance armstrong wannabe people <laughs> And I mean, yeah. I don't care if you want to ride your bike, but like you see some fat middle aged guy with one of those skin tight racing suits and the clip in bindings on their fucking, you know, yeah. pedals and the helmet and the, you know, and then they're in packs taking up the whole fucking road. That's the worst. And we don't have big shoulders on the road because we like, like in where you live, there's a big shoulder on almost every road for the snowplow, I'd imagine. That's why they designed them that way. But here, it's like the road ends, and then you're in a ditch. You know what I mean? So it's like a little more uh, precarious, we'll say. But I remember one time just driving along, and this is when I was more of a speeder. And, I mean, I almost took these fucking dudes out. And it was there was like three or four of them. And... <laughs> I like yelled at him. Like I was going to get out of the car and fight all of them. Cause I just thought I'm so tough. I could beat up four of these fucking weasels on their bikes, <laughs> which is pretty, probably really stupid, but I did scare, manage to scare him off. But I mean, I almost ran him over and I mean, I, you know, my wife was with me and she's like, you need to go to like anger management.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just talking to someone about this the other day and it, it is a, it, it is a, a growing problem because cycling is becoming more and more popular. Um, but I think the law requires them to drive in the road because they're cons- they are actually considered vehicles, but I know what you're saying. And it's just like what we were talking about with motorcyclists. There's are cyclists that are very experienced and they're responsible, but as the, as cycling grows in popularity, there's people out there on the road who just don't know what they're doing.
0: And they
1: don't pay any attention to the cars. And they expect the people in cars to, you know, take all the responsibility for looking out for them without them taking any responsibility, you know, for their own their own actions. I know exactly what you're
0: I, I honestly think it all begins in the way we teach people how to drive. Like my son's 14 and I'm already like just giving him instruction. Like, um, when we went to drive a red, I'll always remember the stupid Smitty and no, probably no relation to you. Smitty's five rules of driving. Yeah, I don't but I mean, I still re- it. Uh, there's like a video on it. It's still, it's still like a thing. I don't know, but it's, I'll rip through them, aim high and steering, leave yourself in out, get the big picture, keep your eyes moving and make sure the other idiot sees you.
1: I do five remember that. Things. I do remember those five, five, and six, 10 yeah. and two,
0: right? Your hands on 10 and two yeah. on the wheel.
1: Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever driven 10 and two?
0: I mean, when I took my driver's test. Yeah, that's about <laughs> the only time. I, it's, it's, it doesn't even feel natural. I wanted to get one of those suicide handles. You ever remember those when those were popular? Yeah, I I had a friend who had one of them. My, my, my wife like to was yelling at me yesterday because we were
1: driving somewhere and I all I had on my all I had on the steering wheel was a finger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I drive with my knees sometimes when I'm looking at my phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's a great idea.
0: My, yeah. I won't do it in front of my wife But I did it in front of my kid the other day And he like flipped out on me <laughs> Hopefully you're not doing that when there's cyc- when there's cyclists on the road Hey, I was at Home Depot yesterday Because I go to Home Depot and like Target all these places <laughs> all the time That's <laughs> like a big night out for me And um, there's some lady in the fucking parking lot Like in the middle of the parking lot Where people drive Not in a parking spot, right? And she's just in the Like blocking the road looking at her fucking phone and i drive up next to her and i'm like is she fucking all right and i look at her and i'm like hey and i beep the horn i'm like hey you're in the fucking road you know that and she's like you know like some kind of karen response like i'm gonna call the cops on you where's your manager
1: (laughs) you should have filmed her and did one of those karen reels
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just drove away like shaking my head like every you know and I texted someone, SMH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. God.
1: So, yeah, I, uh, I'm i embarrassed to say either way, you know. I mean, I was one of those jerky, aggressive, irresponsible drivers, and now I drive like an old man. Uh, here's the thing I, I've realized, though, over the years, and I – I realized it once I started curbing my behavior and I realize, and I think about it now when I see people like just tailgating people and speeding ultimately when you want to like just speed and, you know, blow through traffic at the end, you're really only saving yourself when you get to your destination. You're probably getting you to your destination like two minutes early Two minutes faster, like 120 seconds faster. So what's the point? There is no point.
0: That's, But that comes with your wisdom. Because, again, like when I – I'll put it this way. There was a period in my life, and I was grown up, okay? I would get at least a speeding ticket once a year. I got one in California going almost 100 miles an hour for no reason. And I got caught by a, a plane. Right. The plane like called down to somebody on the road and this trooper pulled me over on the highway in California. And it was a woman. And don't hit on them either. She was really good looking. And I made a comment. I thought she was going to like beat me up (laughs) anyway. I would not advise against that. But she's like, where the fuck are you going? Like, why are you in such a hurry? She's like, you know, you're almost going 100 miles an hour. I'm like, uh, yeah, my brother's sitting in the car laughing at me. I'm like, I don't know. I just like to drive fast. You know, she's like, "You're an idiot," and I get, you know, we talked about being hypocrites and all this other shit, but when you're not, you're cutting in and out pivot point. Oh, what I was saying was, I liked to speed, and I was very self-aware of it. So I had it was a conscious decision to stop. What I'm saying, though or proposing is that there's a lot of people that lack the self-awareness to begin with those are the problem people yeah
1: i'll fully admit too that there's there's a lot of hypocrisy on my part this morning because when i talk about you know taking my time and being responsible and driving like an old man i i'm that way when i'm city driving and commuting you know from my home to someplace downtown or work or whatever, you know, going out to the store. And, but if I'm driving on the throughway, if I'm driving on a highway, I drive fast. I, you know, there was there, I was living in I was living in Albany and Buffalo for six months when we were moving. And, you know, my wife had to be in Buffalo six months before me and I had to be in Albany for six months, uh, until I could move and I was traveling back and forth constantly and I was making it Albany should be about a four and a half hour drive from Buffalo. I was, I was often making it routinely in three hours and 45 minutes, three hours and 50 minutes. And that's with stopping twice, you know? And I was making, I was doing a lot of work too in New York city at the time. And I was driving from Buffalo to New York city or New York city to Buffalo I was getting there, you know, you've, you've made that trip before a lot. What, how long Uh, did it normally take? I
0: was, I was doing it in six hours. I used to drive it with my dad. Funny you say that. So I know this, my dad was definitely rule follower when it came to driving and he fell asleep one time and I started driving like 95 miles an hour. I've probably made it. I made it from Hoboken to my mom's house in West Seneca in under seven hours.
1: Yeah, I was. I, I, I was regularly making it from New York City to Buffalo in six hours and 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, I was going to say around around 620. No one. And should. I brought make, a cup to pee in so I didn't have to fucking stop. But I think no I had stopped and gas it quickly. No one should make it that quickly from New York City to Buffalo.
1: It should It'd yeah. be at least it should be at least a seven hour drive.
0: Yeah. It's something like 440 miles. It's a long dri- drive, especially, you know, that 17, the three, like all that bullshit. Ugh. Yeah, I found a quicker way to go. I would I would hop on like outside
1: of Newark and cut through Pennsylvania and, and then I'd, yeah, come, I've done that. I'd, I'd come out around 81, like near Syracuse or whatever, but Scranton, like Binghamton, Syracuse. But yeah, I was making it. <laughs> So, you know, I do drive quite fast on the open road, but that's the open road.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, I drove, um, I had to go to Michigan one time from Buffalo, and so I drove across the Peace Bridge and took 401 on the north side of Lake Erie. There's nothing up there. I had my car going 130 miles an hour, and it wasn't even, like, I had more in the pedal. But at 130, you start getting tunnel. And I just figured at some point, if I kept going, I was either going to hit a deer, or die, or get arrested. Oh, we're, we're talking about driving
1: in America, basically. But when you uh, you're in, when you hit the 401 in Canada, there are no rules. It
0: was great. I felt
1: like I was on the autobahn. <laughs> they drive. They drive insane up there. I loved it. And the 401 is crazy. So I mean, it, yep, different nation. Uh, but yeah, I've I've driven that before and. There's a lot of horrible wrecks on that road, and uh I'll bet yeah they're 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 even that road is full of motorists who are way more irresponsible than anyone in America ever thought of being
0: yeah you're cutting out, but i'm I'm done talking well, you had some good facial expressions that I got to see, so that was cool. I got, um,
1: I got cat hair in my eyes that are making me itch.
0: You have cats? I have I one have a dog. dog. I have a dog and a cat. Oh, I forgot. I know. Why don't you get like a pot-bellied pig? Or, have you ever ventured out past the dog-cat thing? And I don't mean fish. No.
1: Uh, fish. I, uh, my wife would welcome that in a second, but I... I wouldn't. At one time, we had 14 cats and two dogs.
0: <laughs> Didn't your kids ever want any kind of, like, other kind of pet, though? Like a hamster or some of that shit? Yeah, we did have guinea pigs before. Yeah, doggy. Look at you. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to say, you know, getting, driving is a privilege. I've I've had several policemen tell me that. And... It is a privilege, and I've always loved driving. At one point, when I was a youngster, I considered being a trucker. Remember when that was big, like convoy and smoking the yeah. bandit and shit like that. Right, Jerry Reed. <laughs> but uh, I love driving, and I still do. I love driving. And, <clears throat> but it is a privilege, and we should respect it. I think is the if there's a fucking grown up message on this Father's Day for everybody out there. Because once you get in an accident and you fuck your car up or fuck yourself up, you know, you can't undo that shit.
1: Yeah. So uh, it's kind of uh, what I was saying, but in a different way. It's a privilege and it's not an entitlement, but we treat it like an entitlement. Because we're Americans. Boy, (laughs) we are. We are such dads today. (laughs) (laughs) All right, big dog.
0: Enjoy your day. You've earned it.
1: All right, man. Take care. Happy Father's Day. Stay free.
0: Happy Father's Day.